0: And black business owners, we're going to be talking about how our lawyer uh, was able to get our money back, man. I'm going to let Jake go into the story and, you know, kind of uh, introduce us to the brother. But we was making uh, some pretty good money online, starting to scale around the time of Father's Day. And we look up, man. Brother Jake calls me early in the morning. I'm like, man, what is he calling me early in the morning for? Coming to find out, man, they they got our money held, almost like they penalize us for scaling and making money. So they hold our money, and they said they was gonna hold it for ninety. No, days. no, no. It
1: 120, was one hundred and twenty. One hundred
0: and twenty days. days. They was gonna hold it for a hundred and twenty days, and we just had to pivot. So I will let uh, brother Jay take it from here.
1: So what's going on? These merchant accounts are taking advantage, and um, you know, taking advantage of businesses that are growing too fast because they know that they house the power to be able to hold our money. So they try to find any reason to kind of hold our money. So long story short, um, you know, our business scale, uh, we did, uh, you know, I won't say exact number, we did six figures in a week and everything was going fine until we did six figures in a week. And then all of a sudden they start looking at it. Then they sent me an email around 524, 534 in the morning saying that they're discontinuing business with us um, and they don't have to tell us why they're discontinuing, why they're discontinuing business and they're going to hold uh six figures um um uh our you know uh, our payout of six figures in some um um till what was it um october october twenty first so they're gonna hold our money for 120 days just because and uh they had this little link click the link if you want to rebuttal so I clicked the link for us to rebuttal and when I clicked the link for us to rebuttal they sent me an automated email it probably they waited like two hours an automated email says i do not qualify for a rebuttal something in the sort and uh that they were going to hold our money no questions asked so i'm hot right um because now i got to tell the team that listen you know uh our our you know our best month best week that we ever had um now it's almost kind of discounted and put off into october 21st because of this and so At first, you know, of course, we're frustrated because it it messed up our momentum. We're kind of growing. We're developing. We didn't know a lot about merchant accounts, Um, you know, uh, taking money like that, partly because I came from the financial uh, services industry. So the insurance and financial entities, they just pay us outright like commission. Um, And so we didn't deal with these merchants. We didn't really know how fraud these merchant accounts are. So we reached out to um, several people who, Um, run similar businesses and they said you know what's your chargeback rate and and typically in the industry when it comes to merchant accounts your chargeback rate has to be less than one percent well at the time we had zero chargebacks and even still till today we've had we had over 1200 transactions something like that and only four people wanted their money back and three of the four three of the four or five whatever the case may be uh, was for a duplicate charge because the client swiped their charge um, uh, you said what we're selling of course you know everybody knows that we run the ABS Institute part of our, our part of our consultant and training company we offer courses and books, and a lot of it's electronic because people want access to the courses, of course, electronically. And so um, they they purchase these course or the, you know, they purchase the e-books. They download the ebook and then say, you know, that they didn't get it, whatever the case may be. But after twelve hundred something people enrolled into our courses or bought our books um, in this week span, um, uh, whatever have you, in this week two week span, um, you know, we and you know we we haven't had any any you know any chargebacks. And so we I didn't know what was going on because they said because of chargebacks, because your company was at was a high risk. And I didn't know what was going on because I knew that we ran a clean shop. I knew that we made sure our customers and clients understood terms of of agreements. I know that we've hired an entire support team that handles support, that calls our customers, that calls our clients, you know, that reaches out by email, whatever the case may be. And a lot of the stuff we do, we send out emails for verification. So I knew that we we dotted our I's and crossed our T's. So when I began to when I began to reach out to other black business owners that are in the space that we're in, they all say, oh, yeah, we've been through that. Or, oh, yeah, they got my money right now, too. Or, you know, PayPal got my money. Stripe got my money. You know, they holding that money. That's what they do. So you just got to go to another merchant account. And with me, that didn't sit right with me. I, I, I don't know about y'all. But I'm I'm not cool with, you know, doing, you know, doing business the right way. Somebody takes advantage of me and say, you can't touch your money for 120 days. And so what I did was I began to do a little research. We we went through an underwriting process with we went through an underwriting process with another uh, processing company that maybe, you know, we'll, we'll introduce to you all. Um, and he let us know. He said, man, you really need you need to hire a lawyer. And uh, when you hire a lawyer, you need a You need to create a demand letter. You know, you want to make sure that you do that. You want to make sure that you have a, you know, a strong enough lawyer that that can go to bat with you if it has to go to court. And so I'm like, dang. All right. So I got to get a lawyer. Okay, cool. Who can my lawyer be that I can trust that can make sure that, you know, that we take care of everything that we need? Hindsight 2020, we should have already had a lawyer, you know, on staff. But, you know, tomato, tomato. Uh, But. Um, and a lot, you know, we didn't expect to start scaling that fast either. You know, we were used to the fifty, hundred thousand a month range. We we weren't used to the numbers that we're starting to see now. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So we, I mean, we we weren't aware of all this red tape that black businesses have to go through when it comes to dealing with these merchant accounts. And um, and so I, you know, I, I looked and I and I wanted to figure out who was the best lawyer that fit. Um, our model of business who was a black lawyer that I could trust who's a black lawyer that I can depend on to make it to you know to make it um, to, to come through in a clutch for us and that had the tenacity to go to full round if they you know if they wanted to in that run a tight ship first thing I thought about was Bredrick Berry Bredrick Berry uh Bradrick Barry. Berry we call him Mr. Mister Make-It-Go-Away. That's his name, Mr. Make-It-Go-Away, because he makes all your problems go away. I promise you. And uh Berry is actually uh, not only our lawyer, but he's a, he's a good friend of mine. We're grade school buddies. And at one point in time, we were a tight, tight. But, you know, life grows. You go your own separate ways. But that's somebody I knew that if I wanted somebody to have our back, it wasn't just on no friend stuff. I knew that he was going to be able to run. And he was going to do it because that's something that he believes in being the best at doing. So, uh, Frederick Berry, Mr. Make It Go Away, tell us, introduce yourself to the people and and, and tell us, you know, uh, what's your company and uh, what you all specialize in so we can go ahead and get in.
0: Before you before you do that, I want to talk about uh, not talk about it, but I want you to talk about, Jake, that quote that you said you did when you was uh not successful yet. You said something about live as if you already got it. What's that quote that you got? For, I think, Bob, what's uh, the what's how does the quote go? Uh, affirmation live as if you are like as if it's already there something like no that's
1: that's what that's my faith quote okay what what is you know faith is to uh to uh, act like it's already happened and to uh and to move
0: as if it's already there and to move as if it's already there the reason i wanted jake to repeat that is because one of the lessons that i got out of this whole situation was of course some of the things that jake mentioned but it was to move as if you already have it. Move as if you already there. Meaning, be prepared with the lawyers. I don't care if you're making a thousand dollars a month right now. Start, start to think about preparing. Start to think about what you're going to have to do because we did, like he said, we didn't expect that type of scale. You know, especially when you when you're learning marketing and a lot of y'all getting inside the digital real estate program and you learning marketing and. Different things of that nature. You don't know. I mean, you may get 15000 or $20,000. you are like, man, I never got this type of money before. So you want to already be prepared for those things. So start to study companies that's already doing six figures a month. Start to study companies and individuals who's already doing six figures a week. Ask questions. You have to. You have to even know the type of questions to ask. Correct. If you're just trying to figure out what product they got, I mean, it's much deeper than that. It's a whole back office they got to run. It's a whole team they got to run. It's a whole legal side that they have to run. So when you're thinking about growing a business, when you're thinking about growing something, even if it's not a business, even if you're looking at somebody's marriage, you see the outside. You see they're happy. But what laws, what rules do they have set up in the house that keeps them happy? What thoughts do they have? What routines, what activities do they do to keep this thing rocking and rolling when others have just let it go? So just want to put that on your mindset when you're building something is much more than the surface. Get down into it and and active as uh, as if you're already there.
1: And Terry, to answer your question, I don't know if it's just black businesses, but our but our, you know, our um, portfolio of friends and associates that are business owners are black. So, of course, we naturally went to talk to the people that we know. Who all have had problems? Some got. what Would you say some? Somebody had seven figures still being held. Yep. Somebody. And, somebody. And
0: somebody. Uh, 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 Brother Orell said he's been having his over 120 days held by uh, PayPal. So, um,
1: so yeah. So, so I want to get. I want to get into the thick of things uh, because Mister Make It Go Away. I promise you, he'll make all your worries go away. The brother's tough. So ta- Tell us uh, who you are, where you're from, name your company, what y'all specialize in.
0: Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS Tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. All right.
2: Uh, first, I just want to, you know, thank y'all for putting me on the call. Um, my name is Brederick Berry. Um, y'all can follow me on social media at King underscore Barry, and that's am an attorney licensed in the state of Texas. Um, I'm also, you know, a business mogul, entrepreneur. Um, I have a company called Us Alone Studios. Um, I'm currently working on a TV production called The Bar TV, and um, full-time I work with Kone PLLC as an associate attorney here. We do civil litigation. We do entertainment law. We do um, kind of pretty much anything, man. You have a problem, like the guy said, you know, I make it go away. So um, if you ever need anything, you know, don't hesitate to reach out, uh, social media or phone number 713
1: 955
2: 2729
1: 3955 five, 27 29 no. What you say? 713 955 2729 Cool. So, so as we get into it uh, because I I really want to ta- I would I really want to tag into this because um you now I think it's very important and you and I were having a discussion you and I were having a discussion uh, online, you know, offline. And we were talking about, you know, some of the scare tactics that these companies that know that you may not have a lawyer or they don't know, you know, what you have in line. The scare tactics that these companies try to use on you. Can you go more in further detail what we we're talking about, you know, how they don't want to go to court, you know, all those things?
2: Yeah. So in general, you know, 90 percent of cases that are filed with the courts. Um, do not go to trial, and that is civil cases and criminal cases. The name of the game is to settle. The name of the game is to try to, you know, they want to try to get you, especially us as black people, to plea out before we get to trial because half of them don't have the skills we have when it comes to actually standing and presenting and articulating in front of the judge. Um, So a lot of times what they do is they put these different terms or different things that we may not necessarily understand in the agreements, you know, sometimes they're they called click wrap agreements. You know, how you go and you download an app and they tell you, well, you must click accept in order to participate. Right. You must accept in order to even have a Facebook account. You know, um, and so these terms are often non-negotiable. We don't have an option. We either participate or we don't. Right. And, um, and this particular, you know, scenario, that's often what they do. They get you to agree to a, uh, a set term that's in their favor, uh, which grants them rights that nobody would ever normally agree to if we were mutually negotiating the terms. Right. And um, oftentimes, you just need to literally go and complain. Um, what what we did for you, and what you know we do for a lot of other business owners, and this is pretty much any time you know somebody owes you something. Um, you know, you start off with a demand letter, and it says, "Hey, this is what I owe. Uh, this is what you owe me. You know, this is what the law says, according to uh, the, the, the agreement that we have into place. And this is why you need to pay." Um, and it's a money game, like, I, like you know, like we were talking about. They don't want to go to trial, but they want you to spend your money to, on a lawyer. They want you to spend your money on having to file with the courts. All these different things, so that you can just eventually give up and walk away. Right. You know, we don't we don't we don't do that over here.
1: And and I and I and I love uh I won't go into too much into detail because y'all need to hire uh a Brederick and his law firm uh but what I will say is this. Um I can tell you that the literature um uh, and how he, you know, how he worded some stuff. I'm sure uh, they realized that the 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 lawyer fees that you was gonna hit them with <laughs> yeah. were gonna be outrageous if it had to go, uh, and and they knew that. And so the, the biggest thing for me, um, because uh, uh, when I when I thought about like you know going through the process, I was thinking like, damn, how many black business owners are forced out of business, who are bullied by by other races or bullied by bigger companies that don't know these laws and do not and do not believe or have not set money aside to have a lawyer on retainer to have a lawyer in your pocket outside of uh um legalzoom outside of uh a rocket lawyer outside of these little places that you go on, you know online and you type in a contract and you say yep I got a lawyer but you really ain't got no lawyer And you spend more money trying to fight it yourself and waste more time than just hiring somebody who really knows what they're talking about and they know who you are. You know, once you hire them, talk about, you know, how many, you know, how many small business owners, black business owners lose out on so much by trying to be their own lawyer.
2: Well, I think that that's, um, you know, a really big issue, especially within our own community, because we don't have the resources available to go and say, you know what, I'm gonna go and get this attorney on retainer, or let me pay this guy to look over the contract. But at the end of the day, that is something that we all must do. Um otherwise you're gonna be taken advantage of. Um, you know, and I I personally feel like and a lot of other lawyers I'm sure will back my stance on this, you know, those those websites that give you the general templates, Rocket Lawyer, I think you mentioned Legal you know, Zoom. Legal Zoom, you know, you're gonna get a boiler general plate contract. General is gonna include a lot of things that may or may not have already been determined by the court to no longer be oh. um so you know it, it it's always good that even if you do go and get those contracts as a starting place, you don't end there. Mm. You still wanna get you an attorney to take what you have may have. And, you know, tighten it up some. I have to do that a lot for a lot of the uh, entertainment clients that I have. You know, different artists, producers. They go and they get these contracts. And, yeah, it may be decent, but the terms already are not in your favor. Right. If you speak with an attorney and you let them go and negotiate those terms, now you're able to present a contract that actually can benefit you versus, oh, we just have a contract just to say we had a contract.
0: You said something... uh That doesn't necessarily tie into what the topic is, but uh, since we have you here, I want to talk about it just a little bit, a minute, because we have a lot of rappers that follow us. You talked about those, uh, uh, you know, those contracts about what percentage of these contracts do you see probably are unfair in unbalance and it doesn't lead in the favor of the actual artists for all oh. of our artists out there that's that can't wait to get a record deal that's that's all they want i just want a deal about what percentage do you see is probably unfair anyway
2: majority of the contracts are not in your favor mm. um you know and that's honestly that's not just with entertainers that's with everybody on a business you know they they tell you they give you uh social security and benefits or whatever but you got to work all of these hours in order to get paid. It is the same as a as a as an artist, you know, they're going to give you a pretty substantial amount of money up front because they know your situation. They know what type of life you come from 9 times out of 10. Mm. And what they do is they put clauses in these contracts that say, "Okay, well, we're going to give you this money, but we're not going to give you anything else until we recoup everything that we have gotten from you." Mm. And so then they say, hey, well, go ahead and go to the studio. Try to get Young Thug on your record. Oh, you want, you want, uh, you want gun a feature? Well, gun feature may be, I'm just saying, 300000 You don't have 300000 They only gave you an advance of, uh, you know, 150000 So now you have to go and borrow again mm. on the label to get the money, to get the feature, which then puts you further down into the hole. And that's why we see a lot of rappers, a lot of uh, musicians go broke in the industry Um, because those contracts are not in their favor. You know, you want to make sure, like I know everybody talks about Nipsey, rest in peace. Um, But, you know, you want to do similar things. You want to follow the greats. You want to emulate the greats. You know, Master P got a distribution deal, you know. And today with the rise of streaming, with everything, you really necessarily don't need a label like you did the other day. So it's always important to make sure that you, like we said, consult with the lawyer and go through these terms because, I mean, why why on earth would, that's just like y'all having y'all, you know, y'all have y'all show and you wanted to get it out to more people. So you go and sign an agreement that say, you, oh, we'll give you some money to put it on NBC and BET and Revolt, but you don't own it no more. And you can't ever use the words unless we give you permission. And you owe us money if we go and pay expenses on this, 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 and that. And that's what they do. So it, it is always important to, you know, understand and recognize that these people are not your friends. You know, a lot of a lot going on right now. I've been seeing a lot of things in the news about the QC situation, you know. Um, and I don't know all of the details, so I don't want to necessarily give my direct, you know, opinion. But... You know, it's always important you make sure that you have your own independent lawyer from the from the situation. Um, you know, if that lawyer is friends with the other side, or if that lawyer is recommended by the, the record label, recommended by the business, hey, you should check out. Ah, you might want to go with somebody else because you don't necessarily know the ins and outs of their relationship.
0: See, see, that was actually gonna be my next question because I heard Master P talk about that. Master P talked about because you see them in a the suit you trust them so have you ever dealt with a situation to where the label's like recommended a lawyer but who's to say that the lawyer's not working with the record label and shoot he's going to only suggest you to do things that still benefits the record label so have you seen situations like that
2: yeah 100 percent you know a lot of times um you know people go and they use you know they, they don't they can't necessarily say hey go call Tom Brown, right. He, right. you know, but what they do, you know, is, you know, they'll, they don't have certain advisors already kind of near the room or, um, already on, on standby to say, Hey, well, these are the guys who, you know, uh, so-and-so assigned to these are the guys who represent so-and-so and so-and-so. So you should go with them. And nine times out of 10, they are traditionally not a person who's black. Um, you know, who's also had experience in the industry. And so they are playing the same game that these companies and labels have played with our artists since the beginning of time. And that's to get them to sign up, get them to agree and move on. Um, so I definitely think that's one of the key things in dealing with any business is to get an independent lawyer. You, don't, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily want the person who... It's just given to you or recommended to you because you don't have to pay nothing.
0: Okay. Last question, because I know I got a lot of artists that follow me. You mentioned recoupment. Um, Is that basically where the, uh, the label is giving the artists a loan basically. And then they have to get, they have to go make sales, which is probably why they want to buy these features so that they can go viral or get a lot of streams or get a lot of sales and make the money back. And then pay the person because some people may be young and saying a oh, record deal is if they give you 100,000, that's my 100,000. I can do whatever I want, you know, whether it. it's all mine. So can you kind of explain that situation for the young people who think a deal is just free money?
2: Yeah, that's that's the biggest misconception. And that's why, like we said, you see all of the stories time and time again about artists going broke, um, artists declaring bankruptcy, artists being homeless. And advance, like you said, is a loan. It is not a gift. It is not free money. It is not for you to go and get a chain for you and every guy you click. It's not for you to go and automatically cash out on mama them, grandmama them house. It's not for that. Um, your your, your, your advance is supposed to be used to develop the work that the label will then go and distribute and push out. Um, and one of the things to really be cautious of, and like we talked about with these terms you know is to remember to protect and secure your likeness. Mm. Um, a lot of these deals want to obtain the right to use your likeness in any way they seem fit. And when you do things like that, now you have boxed yourself in what they coined as a 360 deal to where they're gonna get money on your t-shirts, they're gonna get money on your socks, they're gonna get money on every single thing that has to do with you before you get that dime back. Um so it's just important, you know, uh independence is key. I always try to encourage everyone to be independent, but if you feel like a deal is is the best situation for you, make sure to negotiate. Everything is negotiable. Um, but your negotiating power depends upon what you bring to the table. So you have to make sure that your your things are in, in place.
1: And 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 so uh just to add to that, B, because I think that um you, you brought up something uh that is absolutely more most important, not just to you know rappers, but there's these business partners uh that get in get inside of deals and people take advantage of their likeness. Um and uh, they get inside these deals to where they don't own their rights or they don't own, you know, the stuff that they create. And I see a lot of talented people go and work for companies. Companies do that all the time. Where yep. they say whatever, you know, whatever you make inside of here, it's ours. So if you dip, we can no longer make money. You can no longer make money on that. But I really see it with these young, talented entrepreneurs that are going out here and getting in deals with these sharks. You know what I mean? These sharks are these old timer or these old school or even younger people that got access to bread that say, Hey, come on over here. Let me give you this money real quick. And what my papa taught me be, he said, never take money up front. Always take money on the back. Because you can control the money on the back. And I and, and then it was funny because I was younger and I said, well, Papa, what if the money on the front? You know, what I mean, it was the money on the front. And he said, "You, if you take money on the front, you will always have to live with the what the front contract was. I didn't know what he was talking about back in the day, but that's something that I live by. And so the same thing you talked about, you know, in uh, advance is a loan. You got to pay it back. It's the same exact way I think about when people borrow money, for, you know, for cars and borrow money for houses. You know, and borrow money for their lifestyle, borrow money for their lo- Rolex, borrow money for this. You know, it ain't your lifestyle. It's a loan that you're going to have to pay back. Uh, uh, and so if you don't take advantage of the money that you're leveraging, you're going to find yourself in your own type of 360 deal, doing bankruptcies and all that type of stuff, which is what Michael Jackson got himself into. Michael Jackson, um, uh, you know, he had the catalog. You know, he, 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 he got everything from Sony. But the problem was he didn't want to liquidate any of his assets. So he was asset rich, as the minister ministers say, but cash flow poor. And so what he used to do was he didn't have access to the cash, but he had the assets. So he used to leverage his assets and borrow money from, you know, other people, Jewish people, banks. And then what they did, they collateralized on his assets and you know they they hope that he died because if he died he couldn't pay the debt they can take you know everything that he had so I think it's very important that we understand all deals that we get into and be able to talk about it. so what I want what I want you to talk about be is the different types of retainers right. Because a lot of times, you know, you know, especially black business owners or black influencers, you say in the first thing you think in your mind, like, damn, I can't afford a hundred thousand dollar a month retainer. Because typically when we talk to these big dogs, right, people doing seven figures a month, people, you know, big, big likeness, hundred million dollar brand. They got a lot of work that they, you know, that's required of the of the lawyer. You know, they say, man, you know, my retainers, 50,000 a month. My retainers, 100,000 a month. And so when we first start, you know, being exposed to lawyers, we began to think like, damn, you know, what I mean, like I, I I, can't afford a lawyer without trying to go out there and find a lawyer that's within your budget." So can you talk about the different type of retainers and why one retainer may be higher than another retainer, even if you're using the same lawyer?
2: OK, um, so first off, a retainer agreement is, um, you know, very very commonly used across the industry um and how how a retainer works uh generally is that you give a lump sum of money to an attorney and that attorney is legally required to put your money into a trust account on your behalf and as you work as the attorney works on your behalf then that attorney bills for his or her hours against that amount now, oftentimes, a lot of attorneys have um, clauses in their contracts that say once the retainer gets below a certain amount, you have to replenish. Um, or once the retainer is fully exhausted, you have to replenish within right. a certain amount of days right. or they may drop you. Right. Um, and so it, it varies. Sometimes it can work like that. Other times um, people can pay, like you said, a flat fee. Um, You know, and oftentimes that is built upon that attorney's reputation or that attorney's um, years of experience. You know, you have some people who have been specializing in certain fields for over 15, 20 years. So that's why they charge what they charge or, you know, oh, I've beaten, you know, if that attorney has beaten four criminal homicides, then they're going to charge what they're going to charge. Right. So it varies often by the experience, but that is why, you know, you have to find the right attorney for you. Um, And don't ever think that there is not one available. There are tons of free resources. Um, If you ever just absolutely can't find anyone, you can go to, well, if you live in the state of Texas, you can go to the uh, Texas bar website and they have a referral list there of all the attorneys that are licensed in Texas. Um, And you can go there and choose, but more times than not, you know, um, you need, a, you know, everything works better when you have a plug.
1: So, so, so let me ask you this B um, for everybody that that's just now tuning in, tuning in. This is Mr. Bridget Berry, uh, Mr. Make it go away. He's, he's our lawyer uh, for the company and we're allowing you guys to see what, you know, who who is taking care of us, our resources. And we're giving you uh, access to be able to access him um, for your business needs, because I think it's very important uh, for that. And uh, I want to talk about something real quick. How how do you find, if you don't have the plug, how do you find or date or, you know, whatever, you know, the perfect lawyer for you? How can you determine whether the lawyer is fit or not? Because a lot of times we just go by certification. Oh, you're a lawyer? I bet. So what I need is this, this, this. And you don't know that that lawyer, you know, ain't no good. So how are you able to determine that?
2: Um. Well, for starters, right, I always try to get people to make sure that they do a consultation um, with con- with COVID-19 going around and um, with everything being more directed towards remote access and uh, video calls and different things like that, um, you know, it's it's very easy now to set up a consultation, be it phone or video conference with an attorney. Um, and if your attorney does not have the ability to do these things, to me, that should be a red flag in itself because... How are they prepared to play the game on this level if they don't have the technology? Mm. Um.
0: So many people ask me, Brother Ben asked, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094 and we'll give you more information with free game And we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace.
2: The second thing, like I mentioned a consultation. In that consultation, you have to ask the right questions that's going to lend the result that you are seeking. Got it. You know, you can't go in and have faulty, you know, oh, they owe you $50,000, but you want half a million. Well, how in the world is the attorney going to create that valuation for you? Um, And so that's that's one of the things kind of manage your own expectations, but ask the right questions. Um, It's very important to ask the right questions and to really. Take the time to be honest with that attorney in telling your story so that you can see their natural and real reaction to your real situation and Got circumstance. It. If they uh, appear to be blown away, they may not be the person with the right knowledge or the right capacity to help your situation. OK, you know? so
1: stay right there. Stay right there. But you said if they appear to be blown away with what you're the scenario that you're given. You know, for, for for some of us that, you know, that needed to be, you know, spelled out plain to us. What do you mean by blown away?
2: Okay, when I say blown away, um, and I often relate this to people who come from different situations and different backgrounds. Right. We're, we're black. All of us are black on this call. Um, So we can say certain things, especially me and you, we grew up together. We can say certain things and automatically know what the person is referring to. Facts and be able to take it and apply it in yes. another situation. If somebody is not from your same similar background or circumstances, it's going to be a little more difficult for them to understand that, oh, well, they tried to jump me down the street, right. so that's why I had to pull out the right. strap. You know, even though you're a fellow not supposed to be in possession of a weapon. You know what I mean? They're not going to be able to understand that and then be able to represent you and convey that to the jury to get you off your case.
1: So so to make it plain, like you got a lawyer that's never been for everyone else in your environment and they don't know what I was about to be jumped really mean because they've never they, they they grew up in an area where fights barely happen. It's going to be hard for them to compute. Why, right. why do you just walk away? Right.
2: <laughs> You know, like a, a family lawyer is going to have a hard time understanding certain aspects of civil litigation. You Got know it. what I mean? Um, I, like, I, I don't do family law, so I can't tell somebody about, uh, well, child support is this and spousal support is that. Well, because that's not my area of expertise. So you want to make sure that you also um, and going back to how to choose the right attorney, you want to make sure that you are seeking somebody with the level of expertise in Uh-oh. which you are needing service
1: Oh, uh, now that's now you're preaching right there let's stay let's stay where you're preaching because it's hot right there you said with expertise talk to us about the danger of of going to an uh going to a lawyer that is a one size fit all
2: okay so um i think there are pluses and cons to that okay right? talk to him. <clears throat> because Sometimes you go to someone who is a specialty in a certain area, and that doesn't make them an expert. That just means that they have chosen to only practice that type of law. Got it. Okay. Now, you may have somebody who, um, you know, for like like a Ricky Anderson, for example. Attorney Ricky Anderson, he's one of my professors at Thurgood Marshall School of Law. He's one of the top entertainment lawyers in the country. Okay. But he does, doesn't do entertainment. He'll go and negotiate and do your business deal. He'll also go and do your civil litigation. But he's able to do those things because his experience in entertainment and dealing with negotiations and contracts on behalf of different people give him the comfortability and the knowledge to then transfer that to another place. Got it. If you go to a, oh, well, we just take anything, be careful because you might get anything. Got it. There may be certain things that, oh, well if you practice this certain law you know about code such and such you know about statute such and such or case law such and such and such and such that allows you to do something where if you only do it on a surface level you may not know got it um, and so that's that's a key a, a key distinction i think you know you want to try to find somebody that specializes in your in your area as as close as possible and that closely represents you as possible um, because going, to, you know, like I said, a lot of people hate trials. I love trials because when you're in front of that jury, there's no more hiding. Uh oh. When you're on that stand, there is no more. Well, I I thought I said, or so and so said. No, what do you say? What do you think? Spotlight is on you, and it's up to the jury. And oftentimes, like I said, especially, you know, in my experience, the jury is going they're going to do what they need to do, which brings my next point. And I know we're not really necessarily discussing this today, but we need to encourage our communities to do jury duty. Do not ignore the jury summons.
1: Okay. But, talk to us. Cause you know, I'd be, I'd be telling them I'm sick all the time or, you know, I'm in meetings and stuff. So ch- chastise biggest,
2: me. That is the biggest downfall. One of the biggest downfalls of our communities. Um, we oftentimes did not, if we do go to jury duty, ju- go and show up to jury duty, are struck from the jury panel and do not actually get selected because of various reasons. We from Oak Cliff, we, uh, I'm a lawyer, so they're not going to pick a lawyer to serve on the jury. Um, you know, different, different biases, different people have different biases that they try to get off of the jury, but you don't stand a chance right now. Like, let's say, you know, y'all have y'all's business. Of course, we were able to, you know, make, make some things happen in this situation, but if we were not to and we had to go to trial, you want some people in that box that may be some small small business owners got it and and, and able to understand no, hold on because if that was my money in that account right right, right, my money back too right you know or you may you may want somebody who's um you know from where you're from and having experienced certain things that you've experienced to go and sit on that jury and say, no. Nah, they're not guilty. Or on the flip side, we have a lot of time, for example, with the police brutality. We we finally get the opportunity to say, OK, no, these officers will be charged. But then when it's time for the jury selection process, there are no black people. There are no women. There are no minorities there to even begin to serve to issue a verdict. So then when the jury goes back and it's full of people who look like him represent. His community come from his background. They issue what they issue. And that's why it turns in to a negative impact for us. So if you get called for a jury duty, please do not ignore it. Please do not ignore it because your people need you. I promise you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, Dalvon, yes, we're talking about Stripe, the credit card merchant. Um, and and the funny thing about Stripe, Bridget, is that... Um, they said that we agreed to certain terms, but I never saw the terms. I didn't even click a check for the terms. So I don't even, I, if I typically I see a check, I usually click the terms and agreements and try to read the entire thing. So talk about how um, these companies are able to get you to agree to terms and agreements without you even seeing them.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's often, and it's very commonly used now Because we use the Internet and we use social media and we use apps and different companies to play the middleman between us and the consumer. Um, And they have in their agreements when you go to click to participate, Facebook, got it, Instagram, uh, cash app, everybody in the almost everybody um, to where, you know, in order to participate, you must agree. And. In the fine print of those terms is where they put clauses that say, well, we reserve the right to A, B, C, D.
1: Which is what they tried to do to us.
2: Right. And so in that situation, you know, oftentimes um, for a contract to stand, the terms must have been mutually agreed upon Mm. after consideration. Mm. Well, and what was the consideration for me giving up the right to challenge your right to go and just use my money any type of way you want. Right. I don't think we gave consideration for that.
1: Right. You know,
2: I think actually, you know, there, there was uh, some undue influence because you you didn't give me the opportunity to negotiate the term. Right. And that's what happens with a lot of these different apps, a lot of these different uh, providers. Um, and in this situation, you know, oftentimes what we do as legal counsel Is first to just send a demand letter saying, hey, we represent these people. This is the situation and we need this as the result. And, you know, oftentimes just off that letter alone, they go and say, you know what, we're going to give you a little something because... We still want to keep with our terms, but at the same time, we don't want you to get pissed off and go ahead and file a lawsuit. And now we got to pay all this extra money for lawyers to defend, even even though we're going to probably give you the money anyway. And that's what they do. Um, so it's just always, you know, a good thing to be cautious and understand and not depend on those type of services because, you know, had y'all. Been dependent on. I mean, of course, I'm not saying y'all weren't dependent on it, but had you been in dire need of it.
1: Oh, we would have been hurt. Yeah. We would have been
2: you know, hurt. Um, you know, Ashley, who's pushing her new clothing line, she may need them right for that work this month. Right. You know, so you have to be cautious of that when you start um dealing with these different uh, with-, with these different companies who have these different services agreements and um Agreements to participate, because I guarantee you, if you don't have the opportunity to negotiate those terms, it's not going to be in your favor.
1: And, and the crazy thing is you said that Ashley's doing, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, clothing may need it. It's a it's, it's such a beautiful thing that a lot of our, you know, a lot of our processes, services and systems are electronic online because had all of those customers ordered those products from us. And they held our money and we had physical products that we had to sell that weren't in our possession, we were going to use that money to go and uh, buy the products to resell it to them, there would have been over a 1,000 customers and clients that never would have gotten their, their products for four months. You're right. talking about the integrity of a company. You're talking about the brand being dis- destroyed in the streets. You're talking about you know uh, uh, companies having to be dismantled because this this entity just decided that they just want to hold your money because they want to hold it. And I, I just don't think it's fair. And I think PayPal, you know, PayPal does it all the time. Stripe does it all the time. So what we tell people all the time when it comes to your merchant accounts, make sure that you go get fully underwritten by a merchant processor where you can actually get an underwritten bank. And they'll send you an agreement an actual contractual agreement that you can see the terms and agreements it is a longer process it takes maybe two weeks versus stripe you can start immediately uh, I will be careful you know uh, the for the front end if you can get started real quick be you know be real skeptical of those systems that you that you decide to partner with because they're not going to be in your favor so before we end uh be Barry tell the people why. They should hire you for business uh, for you for you to handle their business uh, contracts, their business deals. And and what makes you different um, from them and then where they can find you again?
2: Um, Well, personally, I feel like, you know, uh, I'm the best there is. You know, Um, if you put somebody else up against me, I'm going to give you and show you why you made the wrong decision. Um, You know, so first off, I think that it's important for anyone to get a lawyer whether it's me, whether it's John Brown, Sally Sue, um, anybody under the sun, I think you need to make sure that if you're dealing with business, if you are any type of decision that will impact your livelihood, you need to consult with an attorney. Um, Most of the times, consultations are free. And if they're not, I mean, $100, $200, I promise you, it'll be worth it. Um, So you definitely need to seek out getting an attorney. Um, I personally practice entertainment law, uh, civil litigation um, and some personal injury work. Um, So if you're interested in my services, um, you know, feel free if you ever need to have a consultation, if you ever need to uh, reach out in any type of capacity, you can always give me a call. My phone number is 713-955-2729. Um, or you can follow me on social media, uh, my Instagram, Twitter, and all that is a uh, King underscore Barry. Um and that's B-E-R-R-Y. And um Yeah, you know, I miss the make it go away. They call me that for a reason. <laughs> and it's
1: absolutely true, y'all. He he made our worries go away. Uh, and he made Stripe cop up cough up seventy-five percent. Uh, of the money that they was holding and they shortened the time that they were going to hold the rest of the 25%. Um, you know, it's important. I, and I just think that, uh, you know, it's good to have your 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 documents in order to give the lawyer something to work with. So I think, you know, what made it easier was the fact that, you know, when, when B. Berry asked us for the information, we was able to get the information in full detail so that he knew, you know, uh, what he was working with. So you you, you want to make sure we talk to the lawyer. At least you have your documents. Everything don't have to be in order, but at least have your documents and things that they can work with. That makes their job a lot easier. Listen, we recommend uh, a Frederick Barry King underscore Barry. Um, we recommend him because he's our lawyer and and we plan for him to be our lawyer for a very, very long time. And so uh, we're giving you, as always, access to the resources that we use and the people that we consult with, the people that we use that's on our team that helps ABS be ABS. And so you want to, as they say, You know, you you study the greats. So the people that you admire, people that you mentor, you realize who's on their success team, and you want to mimic your own success team so that you can be able to protect the legacy that you're trying to create because there are enemies out there that are trying to destroy and stop you from winning. So this is Jake Taylor Jacobs. This is Brother Ben X. And we will see you later. Peace.
0: Peace. Appreciate it. Good work. Good work, B. I know... uh... For me, I know of some brothers out there in the streets who uh, used to do a little business, and y'all had y'all guy who go do the dirty work and uh, 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 would also get things going or take some things away. Now as you come into the digital real estate and do some digital trapping, instead of trapping and, and selling bricks in the streets, we show you how to sell some digital bricks. Now you can get in, uh, involved with a brother, keep that same little concept that you have, Brother, that's going to come get him gone. But instead, he's going to allow you to get your money back in a legal way, brother, without uh, harming anybody or doing anything that's going to put you back in prison or back in jail or back in slavery, according to the 13th Amendment. So thank everybody for listening. I hope that it was valuable. All we ask is that you share this podcast with one friend. Share this podcast with one friend that you know who is a black business owner again. It does not matter if they're making $1,000 a month. It does not matter if they're making just $2,000 a month. Eventually, we would hope that they will grow, and they will eventually run into these problems perhaps. So if they do, they will be already prepared mentally, and hopefully they'll reach out to them and be really prepared physically as well. So thank you guys for listening. Have a blacktastic day. Peace. Peace.